Everybody raise your hands and worship the Lord in this house. Siti when I go see we thank you Lord this morning we are thankful oh God Let's sing for the last time. Sitting on my way, one to be praised. Amen. We are going to sing Amazing Grace. We are going to request Brother Oliphant to just come to the fore, just to open the service with a word of prayer. Amen. Let's sing the song and with understanding it says Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. I once was lost but now I'm found. How many this morning have been found by the Almighty God? If you are not found, you can still be found this morning. Amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sight, once was low, hopeless came, empty space, if not for grace. Let's play it soft. We sing amazing grace. We say I want to lost. If not for grace, come on, say, Where would I be? Yeah. I'm glad you see. If not for grace, 
Not for grace. We sing amazing grace, amazing grace. I want to go. for grace we sing amazing grace yes it was that amazing grace we say it once was Lord a hopeless case empty space If not for grace, let's sing it one more last time as my brother is coming forth. We say, Where would I be? I'm dying to see. If not for grace, a hopeless case, an empty space. If not for grace, Amen, Amen, gracious Heavenly Father. Once more, we are so glad that you take care of us, Lord. Thank you for the hands of Christ that is upon us, O God, that lead us to the path of righteousness, O God. Lord, without you, we don't know where we will be, O God. That's why we sing with joy the amazing grace. Thank you for the songs of Zion, O God, that you have granted unto us, O Lord Jesus. You told us, O God, the road is good. Sibule la geto mesungu kaka ulbako, sigele la wongo koyo, oze kumule kutumisa. our desire this morning to look in the cross, Lord Jesus. Singa jongi, ema kalini, singa jongi mvas, jongi pambili. Apunge dole tuluvela kona. Sibule la ngendo zongo tuwa senze la zona. Kitalu sikeleleka mga Yesu Christ ngosi yetu. Amen. Amen. We may take the seats. And uh, we can have our special songs, amen.
Tell 
Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise once more. Without any waste of time, um, I'm going to request Brother Msizi to just collect the offerings from the children of God. And then immediately after that, we'll just move directly to the announcements. I'll call Brambanyana to come and take us through. Sewakile. And please, when Se as they'll be coming to the fore. Let us stand on our feet and just sing one chorus. Then from then on, we will just hand over the service to him. Amen. 
My brother just lower it semitone. Let's flash the song. No masia su shotina. No mastelelo. Otolie. Sitina Diana Lonana. Sia Libona. Na meso entizio. I 
Entiniako, Zonkis, if was eight to the Apilis or Kona, Entiniako, in Pendulis, if Funayo, say Tola Konam Tado in two. Sestang and a Babaway to Ramonian Ramonia, Sinating Rachel Ashugain, Sinan Zelay Rachel Ashugain, sitting out to Bonagalis in Pilins, Rachel Ashugain. God was a temper which in the reactions of a Pambili. It was addressed as on Kating was eight to Moshua to run away to Yingana, Asumiena. Ozebe amenga pamwe tu kodwa kuzebe wumkulunkulu eme emuva wake. One time wake wash wati imizimba yetu yezu uma alungi salungi sinjomayelo the previous day. Wuti ziba kona na yo zimkukuzelo wuti akete mi pimi palo akete zipi njomayelo wuzuzazo pirana neti mozete kwa shuren. Siabonga ingonzi sekali labantona bako banigelele abantona bako bashabelele. Conquer Loro Gwens, you are to Miss Nicamalaco. I go to Pin Babusi, Kulu, Gulaba Gwenzile, the Kaman of Village Jesus Christ, and again goes with Antetaco, called a timber in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Senatalapanzi. I want to greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The town was in Benelel, no, the Camelo Cosetu Jesus Christ. And once more, it's a it's a great pleasure for us to be here. Fourteen, Especially if we get in this fashion. And then, so we say, God bless you. <clears throat> and um, apologies here for my family. They went to visit. Yeah. And then Prarakulu, I'm told that he attended a funeral around somewhere in Midbank. And then, so may God bless them wherever they are. And those who are not around, like the Brother Mashanku, waking and the rest, may God richly bless them. And then you are most welcome, all of you. And then I'm told there is Pratam Pohe Ramela. And then this is Tamapala. If they can raise their hands, God bless you wherever you are. Oh, there we go. God bless you. And then um, so Sister Simena. Uh, oh, God bless you. Shalom. So we welcome you all. Feel at home. And um, so just a few things here. Our conference arrangements. Uh, it's, it's around the corner. So if we can just finalize a few issues with our trustees here. We know that uh, it's uh, 1,400 per room. And then if you share with somebody, obviously it will be 400. Yeah, this is about 700. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, it will be 700 each. About 700. And then I think maximum of sharing is two. 
Yeah, so we can't be more than two in a room unless if it's a family. So we start on the 26th until the 28th at Beachwood. Those who will be having catering there, I see Brother Mashab wrote that there is, it's 440, I think, uh, per person. And then he says from uh, six, 11 years to oh, 6 to 11, 7 to 11, it's about, it's half price. And then 0 to 6 for free. Okay. All right. If you're going to eat there, yes, your child will be free to, to eat. Yeah, otherwise, even if I, I'm not there, I might send Karabu to go and enjoy himself. So it's not like that. It's unprovided that your parents are there. And then we can use it in that fashion. And then, um, Another one here, I think we, we've decided that we're going to discontinue our midweek services. So until the 15th of January. But on Sundays we are here. And then, but midweek services, uh, we, we give you an opportunity to be in a, in a what do you call it? Is it a... Is it a festive mode or what? Festive. Festive, but going to church. So preparing yourself for the conference. So God bless you. You are most welcome. We love you all. Can we stand on our feet while our dear and precious pastor? And then let's just say any song that is in your hearts um, when we welcome our pastor.
Amen. As we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You may just take your seat for a few minutes. Amen. Uh, I I think we forgot to mention Brother uh, Brother Brother from Zimbabwe. Not Washington. The husband to Sister Sharon. Brother Allen. Amen. They, they, they have traveled, Brother Lasimo. Yes. They traveled together to, uh, with the family to Zimbabwe. And then they will be back on in January. Amen. So they were just uh, asking for traveling mercy, but they left on, I think it was on Friday. And then the, they will be back with us on the on the 15th of January. Amen. So may God richly bless them. Amen. And we know that others are, there's a lot of movements. Uh, uh, before the conference and after the conference. Amen. People are on the road. But we, our heart's desire is that uh, the demons that claim lives during the festive season uh, must never even claim one of the believers. Amen. May God richly protecting them on the way until such time we meet for good fellowship in January. Amen. And pray for the convention. It is on the horizon. Amen. And then I've got Sister Macy here, if she can stand up with her family. Amen. They say they want to be part of this assembly. Amen. God bless you richly. You are part of us. Amen. We, we believe that you will use this venue as your rapture base. Amen. God bless you richly. Amen. Now, we, there's a competition, but Imali or Ipogos. Amen. Here's the box. We'll put it there. Uh, I think the board met uh, last week. And then they wanted to get the input from the church. Uh, And get the church exists to serve its members. 
Uh, is it like that? The church doesn't exist to serve the pastor, it exists to serve its members. Are we together? Now, they have requested that uh, they want to draft a 2015 calendar, uh, 2015 events calendar. Uh, and then if you, you've got a suggestion of the event that you want to us to have in 2015, uh, Put it in the box. Then we'll incorporate it into the calendar. And then thereafter we'll come and share it with the church. Uh, are we together? Uh, if, if you think about maybe an outreach that you want us to do, or you think about a special meeting that we need to have, maybe a, a couple's meeting, or whatever you want us to uh, put on the radar, put it into the box. Uh, and then from there we'll come back and publish a final uh, a final calendar. Amen. Is it, is it fair? Amen. You, th- you think about things, but you don't know where to put them. Uh, and I know Sister Lorraine and Sister Matlangu have got a desire to start the Sunday school from uh, next year. Amen. So, will you support them as parents? But we'll come with the final plan on that one. Amen. Lizo, are you going to put something? Uh, are you going to put something? Amen. Amen. I think you can put everything if you want. Maybe any suggestion with regard to the building, put it. The the board will 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 cluster the feedback that you put there. I think it's all done in the spirit of saving you better. Amen. Are we together? So 2015, we want to be a year of involvement. Amen, everybody. Not that we were not involved. But just to be more involved for the kingdom of God. And in this church, we believe this, this is a mining area. 
Yeah, this is a mining area. We'll extract every talent and use it for the kingdom of God. Um, and if we see talent in you, uh, you just know that we'll come and mine it and, and use it for the kingdom of God. And one day when you meet your God, you will thank God and say, I did something for you. Amen. You know that God doesn't like spectators. He wants people that participate. People that become involved. And so that when they come on the other side, you as well have got track records. And say, this is what I have done. You may, some of the things that you do may not be visible. But your prayer in your little corner means so much. Right there, it's your ministry as well. Um, everybody has got a ministry. And from your ministry, you can serve the Lord. Amen. Now we together and another desire that I have I know we've got sisters that would want to have the school uh, Sunday school but I would want my very mature sisters uh, and some that can make it to their ministry uh, that when we baptize our young people, especially sisters, they, they can rally around them and give them an encouragement and show them the scriptures. And it, you know, if, if you baptize a person or the way she is, uh, our ministries come as you are so that Christ can change you. You, you can't change yourself. Now, after you come as you are, and after we baptize them, you know when you are a new creature, you need new wardrobe you'll find out uh, you know that you need a new wardrobe uh, even you brothers after you are baptized you need new wardrobe uh, you need a, a trouser that can accommodate a belt I mean, not a, a falling trousers. Ah, wait, wait. So even on the, the brothers were easy to say, hey, bro, Ungati, uh, your trouser is really low. What? Just lift it up. I'll pick you up for a haircut. And when you get to the uh, uh, barber, 
You say, our oh, this one is a believer. Make sure that everything is fine. So by Sunday, he's fine. Uh, but when it's a deacon approaching a young woman, uh, about dressing and while they are still new in the faith it can be so embarrassing and it can be so damaging but if it is a fellow sister explaining it then it sings because it's a woman to a woman are we together so we need, we need sisters that can come and say Melusi am I available in some assemblies I know they, they call them youth counselors even me as a pastor if I see something with a sister or a deacon see something with a sister they are able to refer to that mature sister and say, help us handle that with love she is not sister deacon we don't have deacons of sisters but we know how to use a gift so that it can be effective uh, in Pretoria some years back we had a gogo from Mabopani where that gogo was on fire I was amazed when we in church. We were not preaching about the high hills, but they were disappearing. We were not preaching about tight feet, but they were disappearing. Later then I was told that no, there is a, 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 an elderly sister. She has been attending to this for a long time. Then I say, may God bless her because she did it so quietly with so love no one knew about it I'm told that if she saw a sister maybe dressed somehow will invite her and say my sister come and visit me or I'll visit you and then they will sit and talk about how God is loving and will throw in uh, that correction with love. You, you know, when you correct somebody with love, you, you, you keep them. But if you just kick them, then you are not doing justice to the gospel. Uh, do you get where I'm going, sisters? Especially seasoned sisters in the church. That know where we need to go and how we need to be. Our sisters are God's billboard. When you see in the movies, the devil is using worldly women as his billboard. They drop clothes after clothes for every movie. 
they drop clothes, drop off clothes. But here we put on clothes. And we are able to say, this is the woman of God and this is the woman of the world. But I'm glad that even worldly men, when they see women that have been produced by this message, they salute. Also, because the devil knows we are on the right track. Uh, are you not happy, sisters, to be message believers? Influenced by the message. Amen. So, suggestion box. We put it there. Then we'll come with a 2015 calendar. Then we'll know by that March what is happening in March. What's happening in April. And it will be a church as a collective committing to those programs. Amen. Are we together? Amen. I have a father as we sing. And then we'll read from verse 78 to verse 79. So, verse 78 to verse 79. If found, you can say amen. It reads in this manner. It says, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
ngemisisane yesihawu silankulunkulu wethu esiza kuhanjelwa ngayo ngokusa kwaphezulu ukubakhanyisela abahlezi bomnyameni nasethunzini lokufa nokuqondisa izinyawo zethu endleleni yokuthula amen when he said this spring it refers to dawn Day, day spring and we move to Isaiah 60 uh, chapter 60 from verse 1 It reads in this manner he found Arise shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory be seen upon thee That's Isaiah 60. Isaiah from verse 1 to verse 2. Ithi ufuka ukhanye ngokuba ukukhanya kwakho kuyeza ntazimule ka Jehova iphumele phezu kwakho ngokuba bheka ubumnyama buyasibekela umhlaba ne sigaye gaye ngabantu kepha u Jehova uyaphuma phezu kwakho nenkazimulo yakho iyakubonakala phezu kwakho as we pray most gracious heavenly father we have read your word and lord we know that every time when we read your word in your presence you are bound to bring the right interpretation that is why we want to commit the reading of the word to you and say come and help us to extract Amen. the life that is hidden in these passages of the scriptures because lord we believe that every scripture has got a life Amen. and every scripture is meant to be fulfilled dear god and every believer doesn't just want to be a reader but they want to see the fulfillment of what they read about And that is why for a few minutes I'm just going to commit the reading of the word to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Now, we just want to for a few minutes to speak about the new dawn. Amen. Amen. That's what we just want to speak about. Uh, how many love a new day? Uh, I don't know whether some of you uh, has it ever happened to you where you you go to sleep. And then you you end up you end up having a lot a lot on your mind. And you connect uh, uh, the dots. And they don't seem to connect. You maybe you've got a problem or a trauma that you experienced. 
and and it it disoriented you and and you you prayed about it but uh, it seems like the more the night progressed uh, the night as it progresses maybe you you you've got a insomnia and you struggle you want to sleep but you can't sleep uh, but when the new day comes uh, even though you don't have a solution but you get excited I don't know whether has it ever happened to you you don't have a solution but the new day just touches you in a very special way. Has it ever happened to you? And, and you feel through the breaking of a new day, you feel a certain amount of uh, load being lifted off your shoulders. Uh, and maybe just as, a, as an advice, when you go through a lot, learn to wake up early. Amen. When you wake up early, you, 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 you become lighter. You, you, become, you become hopeful. Uh, unlike when you, you are depressed and you sleep until one o'clock in the morning. Uh, the problem becomes even worse. Amen. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking about the new the new dawn and I want to know whether you have experienced these things in the natural before I move into the spirit matters how many have ever taken a walk in the morning how many have ever brethren sister Maseko and sister Stolen brother Dipadi and brother Bonyungos and sister Miss Stalori. Others you have never <laughs> you have never taken a walk in the morning. Vino, have you taken a walk? walk? Come again. All right. Mm. Le, 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 when you when you take a walk in the morning, there is a the air is not polluted. That's why I don't know whether it does it apply in medical terms. Somebody told me that when you when you've got flu, then you need to wake up early in the morning and take a walk. I don't know whether it opens your lungs or what. I don't know whether it was a good medical advice or a terrible one. But, but what I've experienced is that when you wake up and take a walk in the morning, it's like you inhale a new an energy. Uh, and, and when you wake up early, you, 
your energy levels becomes very uh, high. Amen. I know we may not get amen because people want to sleep until until the sunset. Maybe maybe you need a spiritual application to it. Oh God operates more in the morning than any other time of the day. If, if you want God to speak to you, make sure that you are awake in the morning. I, I don't know, maybe somebody say, but is there scripture or quotations for that? I was reading somewhere the prophet says, he says, just around the dawn. It is around that time when demons are tired. I I never knew that demons are tired, but the prophet so tired the demons. And I think around that time when demons are tired, if you are connected, you can be inspired around that time. And actually, you want to, if you want me to take it further, it was early in the morning when the resurrection was experienced. They wake up around the dawn to go to the tomb. And they came back and received the good news to tell those that were fast asleep that as you were slumbering, the scriptures got fulfilled. There is something special about the morning. I hope you agree with me. There is something wonderful about the morning. That's why the scriptures say weeping may endure for a night. Uh, During the night, it can be characterized by sorrow, depressions, and those things. And some of you, as we are speaking, you might be going through your night time. But the joy cometh in the morning. The beauty about it is there is no eternal night. No matter how long it may seem, but it has to come to a point where a new day has got to break. And when a new day is about to break, the prophet of God said they, 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 we experience the conglomeration of darkness. He says you, you see the darkness pushing to, together and, and, and during that time it becomes even more darker. Things become a little bit worse but it is because uh, the day the sun is about to rise uh, and, and I think if you are spiritual you can realize that today they seem to be a conglomeration of darkness it, it seems like things are getting worse and the reason things are getting worse is because 
we are we are on a on a brink of a new day and all the believers of all ages they wanted to come on the edge where we are to know that any time the sun can come out not the S-U-N but the S-O-N now during the night what do you do when it is night? Uh, there are three things that you can do at night. Or there are things, three things that are critical. It, it is, it is uh, uh, you've got three things that you can use to, to, to endure the night. The, you've got the prospect. The prospect is more of a promise. You've got the posture, and you've got the petition. And and when we speak about the prospect, is that no matter how dark the night may be, but that something tells you that this is not going to last for eternity. This, this is for a time, it is for a season. And, and a prospect helps you to be in a state of expectation. And that means the prospect shapes your posture. And your posture is that you, you stand like a soldier on a guard waiting for the dawn. It is the night and the night is deepening. And, and how should you occupy yourself? You need, you need to be in your post of duty. So that means there are times I'm told that if, if you sink deep and you sink, maybe you fall into a ditch and you keep on falling. And, and you reach, you hit the rock bottom. I'm told that I, for you to survive in that darkness, you must know that the only important thing is yourself. If you can try to save anything else, accept yourself, you will definitely sink. So that means during darkness, I may not see you, you may not see me. But I know who, where I am. So that means in darkness, as you go through the night, never lose your scriptural position. Because during the night, where the believers are struck by diseases, where the believers are struck by all different things, maybe 
bereavement. In that state, the devil creates a sense of uncertainty. And you can end up doing things in the night that make, make you regret in the morning. Uh, we together believers. We, we've, we've got believers when the night strikes. He can, they can go to a sangoma. Can, can you see? They lose themselves. So during the night, you need not to lose yourself. Things may be uncertain, but you need to have a prospect that the morning is coming. And you can apply it spiritually as well. Now, during our time, we are going through a night time. And during this night time, the beauty about it, no matter the discouraging messages that are coming, but we are able to look beyond those gloomy messages and know that there is coming a morning. So what gives you courage during the night, it is the promise that the morning is coming. And, and when you cannot believe that the morning is coming, unless you believe in the sun, uh, you need, because the sun brings the morning. The S-O-N brings the morning. When you go through the natural night, you need to know that the sun will bring the light, the morning. When you go through the spiritual night, you need to know that the S-U-N will bring the morning. So that means during the morning, the night, you must know that the sun exists. You may not see it, but you know that somewhere on the horizon there is a sun. And at the appointed time, there will be the sun rising. And spiritually speaking, you may be going through darkness, but you need to know that there is an S-O-N that is on the horizon. And when things become more darker, it is a sign that something is rising that makes the darkness to conglomerate. So don't concentrate on the conglomeration of darkness, but concentrate on the light that is coming. Because that light is bringing a new morning. The morning brings new possibilities. The morning makes things to shape up. Let us go back to the very first day. The Bible says in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. We don't know how long it took him. It could have been a billion years but we don't know but what we know is that after that whatever he created it was created during the period of six days in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and God created
it a perfect thing. If that shows you there is a gap between verse 1 and verse 2. And the earth was without form. And void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Then there was chaos. But this chaos did not exist in verse 1. There is something that caused that chaos. And it made the earth to be void. It made it to be without form. It made the darkness to reign upon the face of the deep. But in that that darkness, in that chaotic environment, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. I I don't care how your life is is void. Your life may be without form. The darkness may be raining upon your life. But you need to allow the Spirit of God to move upon your life. And when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, verse 3 it says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Let's catch it in this manner. This was not the sun. The light that is spoken here is not the sun. Because the sun was only created on the fourth day. There was a light before there was the sun. What type of light was that? That light has got the creative power. That light is a living person. It is not just any. When you look at the light, the light doesn't exist on its own. When you see the light, that means there must be an emitter of the light for the observer to see the light. So we are, I'm seeing the light outside, but that is not the source. I need to go out and see that the light comes from the sun. So this light had the source. Although it was observed, but we need to check the source. And I can ask, who was this light? The Bible says everything was created by him. And everything was created for him. If this light can be manifested upon the face of the earth, it will outshine the natural sun. Because through this sun, through this light, you can see one end of the world to the other end of the world. I hope we are together here. Now, this light, and as I say, who is this light? Because this light, it was the source of creation. In the beginning, God said, let there be the light. And there was the light. And the prophet kept 
captured it very well. In the message, who's God and the attitude and the attitude. He says, let us stand on this great banister. And let us look at the, the, the eternity. And we see God as the great fountain of life. And as we see him, he says, then the little hollow comes out of him. He says, what was that? It was the logos. What was that? It was John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And that word was manifested in a form of a logos. The prophet said it was a lie. Let there be lie. What was that lie? It was the invisible God coming into a visible form. That light was God. It was the manifestation of the invisible God. And that light, if you can come into you, it brings a new day. As much as it brought the new, the first creation, this light will bring a new creation. And this light, we saw it again when it hung on the cross. It was that same light manifesting itself on the, fa- on the, on the face of the earth. Now let us look in the first day. When the prophet said, when the Bible said, let there be light. And there was the light. That source was God. How many believe that God is the light? God was creating another office. He was not creating the second God. But he was creating a creative office. Logos is a creative office. When God steps into the Logos, you know that a new creation is coming. When Paul saw him, he stepped into the Logos to bring a new creation. In the end time, he stepped into the Logos the purifies that same Logos. Whenever you see it, you know that there is a new creation. And today, it is not the planet, but it is you. You are the product of the Logos. You are the expression of the Logos. Let there be the light and there was the light. Let's continue here. Now, when we continue with, let's say, in this manner, Isaiah says, Arise, shine, shine, for thy light is come. This light, when it comes, it makes you shine. But it is not your light, it is his light through your life. So today, you can say, I'm shining. When the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Is there darkness upon the face of the earth? Is the earth covered in darkness? And gross and gross darkness, the people but the people shall arise upon thee. 
and the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. A new morning simply says the previous day is gone. The new morning says I'm done with the past. Because the new morning it presents new things. Because it shows that the old things have passed away. Paul says in this message, in the Philippians, book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, I'll read it from here. 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, understood. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Sometimes you need to forget things that are behind. When God presents you with a new day, you must forget the previous day. Don't carry the old regrets into the new day. When God presents a new day, He communicates a new hope. He communicates a new possibility. What you couldn't be yesterday, you can become today. If you are struggling yesterday, you may not struggle today. Are you happy for the new day? And we remember on that week, on Friday morning, afternoon, uh, when he was captured around lunchtime, they, then the people declare and say, he's dead. The centurion that was there, he said, he's dead. Then the soldier that pierced his side, he said, he's dead. The, the women that were there, they said, he's dead. Joseph, who carried his body into the tomb, he said, he's dead. So every announcement was made that he's dead. And he was taken into the tomb and the church went through the night. It had no sermon. How, what type of sermon were you going to preach? Because the person that you thought was the hope was in the tomb. Now, now they were discouraged and some went on fishing. Some went to Emmaus. They were preoccupied by own things. The church was disoriented. But here's something beautiful. It was going through the night. When it seemed like nothing was happening, something was happening. During that night, he descended in the lower parts of the earth and confronted the devil and took the keys from the devil and overcame every devil. Demon. But on this other side, the church was going through the night. It had forgotten what he taught them. But on the first day, 
at dawn then we see the women coming they were going to the tomb to visit there so that they can anoint his body but they did not know that the first day signified the new creation they did not know that the first day signified eternity now when they were on their way there then they saw a young man and they thought he was a gardener they saw a young man that they thought was a gardener this this is beautiful the the Bible says he was not yet 50 but he looked like he was 50 because of the strain but on Sunday morning they didn't see an old man they saw a young man the new morning brings your youth the new morning brings eternal life and when they looked at this individual and they thought he was a gardener and they spoke to him and they they couldn't recognize the very one that died on Friday he had blood all over him but on Sunday morning he had a new body the morning will bring a new body you may look old and sick and afflicted but I tell you in the new morning the people will not recognize you they will look at you and they will think it's a young man who is a gardener because the new morning transforms you and he was standing there and they didn't recognize him until the angel made him to recognize him and go and say go and tell them and tell them that I've risen and they will meet me in Jerusalem now when they left there there was an excitement that morning brought the good news they brought the resurrection when you see a new morning know that the resurrection is about to come the the rising of the natural sun brings the botany life to uh, botany uh, plants to life because when the sun rises it doesn't make noise have you ever heard during the breaking of a new day then the birds started singing there is an excitement in nature nature knows that the night is over and the new morning is coming they celebrate the, the rising of the sun I tell you on that morning in every heart of every believer there was a heart there was a bird singing singing eternal glory because it was about to be the rising of the sun we were being quickened are you happy for the rising of the sun it was a breaking of a new day the first day when the light came it brought the earth into form the first day when the light 
out of a chaotic environment came the garden of Eden and during the, the sun rising the SO on rising some of you your life were chaotic some of you your life were void some of you your life darkness reigned but when the sun came something beautiful came you became a garden of God when you see the light coming a sinner can become a garden of God it can be a place where God cultivates himself I hope we are together. Let's continue here. Amen. The prophet says, in the second seal, he says, all the restoration of all things, when there will be a new heaven, a new earth, a new government, a new economy a new king a new life a new beginning with no ending a new age a new time a new people that's what the morning means a new government a new earth a new heaven a new economy a new king a new life a new beginning a new age a new people that's what the morning signifies he says we are so glad today that God is revealing himself to us and I believe the great day is just beginning to dawn King. The lights are beginning to flash. The birds of paradise is beginning to sing in the saints' hearts. They know that it isn't long now. Something is going to happen. It's God too. How many sense that something is going to happen? We are on the verge of eternity. And the new day, the new dawn. The prophet in the message, Shalom. He says, the dawning of a new day. I feel it all over me now. The light of a new day. The light of a day where there is no night. You know that in the new city there won't be the sun. The very first light that was in Genesis chapter 1. It will be the light that will illuminate the city in the absence of the the S-U-N. This sun that you see it it has the hydrogen. He says, the prophet says, one day is coming where this earth will collide with the earth will collide with the sun and it says this earth will be reduced to a charcoal but here's something beautiful there is a place of, place of refuge for believers
believers. When that happened, we wouldn't be here. The dawning of a new day. I feel it all over me now. The light of a new day. The light of a day where there is no night. There is no darkness. No shadows. No shadows to dim the sky. No dark skies. No midnights. No graves. No flowers on the hillside. No funeral processions. No doctors. No mutuaries. I can feel the rays of his light breaking through upon my soul. The new day. The old one is pressing away. And when when you are in a generation, when you begin to see old men beginning to have gray hairs, the gray hairs are a sign that there is a new generation coming up. And when you see this earth going through the birth pains, be having earthquakes, having all sorts of plagues, it is because uh, it's about to give birth. Because if the night, that's where you experience the birth pain. But you don't concentrate on the birth pain. But you concentrate on the new baby that is coming. So the church is going through birth pain. It cannot be accommodated here. Things are becoming difficult. There is a squeeze upon the earth. But the reason there is a squeeze is because we are going through the night. Don't concentrate on your pain. But concentrate on the morning that is coming. We are, we are on the verge of something great. We are, we, are, we, are, we are at a time where time is receding and eternity is coming on the horizon. And all the saints, they wanted to see this. Maybe to type it to you after Abraham Lincoln signed the emancipation and said the slaves are free. He signed the day and said from that day the slaves are free. I'm told during that time the Negroes during that time they went onto the mountain because now he said whoever sees the sun on that specific day then you are free from your slave master I'm told some climb the mountain and some that couldn't climb the mountain then they came and climbed halfway and some couldn't climb they were on the bottom but when the sun at the dawn when the sun was about to rise those that were at the top of the mountain then they began to scream and holler and say we are free and that sound came down it echoed down to the people that were in the middle and they heard a shout that said we are free and they shouted we are free and it went down to the bottom and those on the bottom they couldn't see the sun but they heard that 
yes, that we are free. And in the end time, I want to say, this church is upon the top of the mountain. And we see the sun on the horizon. And now we are screaming. We are free. And it goes down to seven church ages. It goes down to the sons that are buried in the tomb. And they hear saying we are free. And they will stop out of their grave. Because why? Somebody saw a freedom. Do you see the freedom? That's why the prophet said come up hither. So that you can see afar. There is a morning breaking out. Don't concentrate on the difficulties. This is a homegoing time. There is a new tone. How oh, this body can hold me? Because I feel the pull. There is a place. There is no funeral procession. There is a place where there is no graveyard. There is a place where there is no hospital. There is a place where there is no old age. There is a place where there are no babies. There is a place where there is a new economy. And we are on top of the mountain. And we are looking out far. All the promises of God are beginning to come on the horizon. Don't sink in your depression. Come up here. As it was, so shall it be. On the first day, they went to the tomb to check on him. But they received the news. Why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? And I know during this time, you have had the same call. Why are you living for the dead? For the living. Why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? The old things have passed away. This is a new beginning. I like the new beginning. I believe when God presents you with a new day, a new day gives you an opportunity to correct what went wrong yesterday. A new day it presents an opportunity to be better than what you were yesterday. And that's why when we wake up in the morning if you want to set the tone for the day you, you need to see, wake up and say God I thank you for today. I thank you that you preserved me through the night. Because when you wake up with gratitude, it sets the tone for the day. But when you wake up and think about the things that went wrong, the regrets that were going on, then it ruins your new day. The reason some people are not happy, they allow yesterday to affect today. They don't appreciate that God, you gave me a new day. No. 
Amen. Let's put it in this man. What's it, Job? Job says something profound here. Job in chapter 7, verse 3 to verse 4. It reads in this man have found. John 7, verse 3 to 4. That's Job. Chapter 7, verse 3 to 4. It says, 80. So I made to possess months of vanity, and wearisome nights are appointed to me. Amen. So nights can be wearisome. Have you picked up that some diseases become even more aggressive at night? But as soon as the sun rises, if you were sick, you become better. It simply shows there is something in you that makes you to respond to new beginning. Verse 4, when I lie down, I say, when shall I rise? The night be gone. And I'm full of tossings to and fro unto the dawning of the day. Verse 4, Amen. You can see the new day. It made Job to feel better. Amen. Through the new day. Amen. Let's read. It uh, is chapter 11, verse 7. He found it written this man. It is 11 verse 7. It says, Truly the light is sweet, and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. Amen. It is a pleasant thing. It is a pleasant thing. For the eyes to behold the sun. Amen. Now, the prophet says, in this message, watchman of the night, he says, it goes down, then what happens? The sun is approaching. The darkest hour of the night is just before dawn. And I want this to this key message that you need to live with. The darkest hour of the night, it is just before dawn. 
How many have picked up that before you find the solution, the problem becomes worse? How many have picked up that before you get healed, the sickness becomes worse? When things become worse, don't give up. I'm told about a certain guy. He wanted to mine gold. And he mined weeks and weeks. And as he mined, then he reached a solid surface. When he reached that hard surface, then he gave up. And later on, another one came. And only to discover it was the last layer to gold. But when he came there, then he gave up when things become difficult. And there are people that give up when they are about to experience the solution. But if you can keep on going on and not lose balance, then you will reach your breakthrough. Don't concentrate on things that become worse. He says the sun is approaching. Then the darkest hour of the night is just before dawn. Science claims is the night. The sun approaching, pressing, coming on, pressing, congealing the night together because it knows it's just got a little while and a day will break. And just before daybreak, what comes out? The morning star. I hope you will understand Genesis chapter 1 now. Before the sun came, already there was the northern star. Because that logos is the northern star. The S-U-N, when it rises, it finds the northern star. In the beginning, when the sun came, there was already the light. And the prophet of God says, no matter where you go, when you take the compass, it will always point you towards the north. Because that is where the north star is. And that north star is Christ. Whenever you hold the Bible, it will point you to Christ. Whenever you come in contact with a genuine gospel, it will point you to Christ. Because Christ is a new beginning. That's why it says in him, we become new creations. And when you become a new creation, you need to to leave the shore in order to cross the sea. But the people want to cross the sea without leaving the shore. You need to leave your old self to receive your new self. When you accept the gospel, it is your old self receiving and a new self it comes onto the, the horizon. When you receive Christ, all things must pass away. You must 
must have a new way of thinking. You must not have the old thinking. Actually, we can say, as Paul says, let the man that was in Christ, let it be in you. Why has it has to be in you? To help you think his way of thinking. I say, let us think his way of thinking. How did he think? He knew who he was. He knew that he was the firstborn. He knew that that everything the father had given unto him. Christ never had a a victim mentality. But he says, only if you knew where I was, then you will know that I am he. So he knew who he was. He said, my father and I are one. Philip, Philip, if you want to see the father, then look at me. And I say to the church, let us think his way of thinking. What was his way of thinking? He knew that death had no power. He knew that the grave had no power. He knew that hell had no power. And I say to the church, let us think his way of thinking. He knew that you will overcome the devil. And now today, you must think in that way when you are a new creature in Christ. Forget the old ways of living. Forget the old struggle. Forget your imperfections in the past. Let us forget the past. And let us move to the future. As Paul says, now I press towards the mark of high calling. The past cannot define you. But your new creation in Christ will define you. When Christ stood on that morning, he was not in your old body. He could walk through the wall and say to them, Shalom. Why did he say Shalom? It is the breaking of a new day. And in the end time, we had a man that came before the church. And he said, he said, Shalom. He said, what does it mean? He says, when a Jew meets another Jew and say to him, Shalom. It means good morning. It means the new beginning. It means the new creation. And I said to the church this morning, Shalom. What does it mean? A new beginning. A new creation. A new body. A resurrection. Eternal life. Shalom to the child. What does it mean? Arise and shine. Your glory has come. This is a shalom time. This is the morning time. And when you walk in the morning, you need to walk with hope. Let go of the regrets of the past. And walk in new hope. And say to other believers, I'm experiencing a shalom. I I experience a good morning. 
Do you experience that believers? Can you say shalom? Say to your neighbor shalom. 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 It means the past is gone. Shalom. It means you are forgiven. Shalom. It means the devil cannot claim you anymore. Shalom. It means a new set of jeans. Shalom. It means you belong to another And you say, you are the light. And when you are the light, you are the reflector of the light. Why? Because you have received the source. That light, I hope this can sink in. That light that spoke the creation into existence. That light that spoke this earth. That light that spoke everything that you see. That light today is in your heart. What does it mean? The very thing that created everything is is bottled into you. You mean the power that created the heavens and the earth are in me? Yes, brother. And if that heaven, if that power is in you, stop walking with a long face. Because there is power within you. The same power that God used and said, let there be. And there was. Let there be. And there was. In the end time, that power is in the human being and God demonstrated it you, you know sometimes before you give it in, in mathematics they say before you give a child a problem you must show him how to solve it in the end time God showed us and took a Kentuckian prophet and put him in the wilderness and he was there relaxing and he was meditating on the scriptures. And Mark 16 came to his mind. Mark 16. And he says the scriptures say if you say to this mountain and you turn doubt in your heart and say let the mountain move and throw itself into the sea he says it shall be so and he says he was thinking that Jesus he said if you not Jesus saying but if you say to this mountain be moved and he was there thinking about the scripture how possible can it be and the voice came to him and said what are you looking for and he looked around he thought somebody was speaking 
into him and he says I pinch myself and said the voice said what are you looking for and he said I could identify that it was the same voice that spoke to me when I was, since I was a child but he said that voice said what do you want and the prophet stood up and said I'm looking for the spirit and said how many this is the kind of God that we say he wants to know you to be specific don't just go around say I need squirrels how many do you need then he will act and say how many do you need and the prophet stood up and looked this way and say I need the first one to come from there and to move from that direction to that direction and say all of a sudden there was a squirrel where did that squirrel come from that squirrel never came from the wilderness that squirrel was not there that spirit was created by his very own mouth let there be a spirit and there was a spirit and he started running towards this way and the prophet shot it and went to pick it up and he thought it was a vision and he realized that it was bleeding and said vision does not bleed and now he was walking home and the boy said but how many did you say you, you know why? Because they were already created. They had to manifest. Oh, I thank God. Whatever you speak, it's already there. Waiting to be manifested. You need to keep on believing. And he says, in the next one, and the prophet stood there and said, Now, I want something impossible. And he looked around and as an experienced hunter he looked at the sycamore tree and knew that squirrels were allergic to the sycamore. But he says now I need the last one to be on that sycamore tree. Then there was a squirrel. The squirrel he overcame its allergic to the sycamore. The prophet spoke it. Now it materialized. And the squirrel was on the sycamore. He shot it. And he picked up the squirrel and went home. And when he went home, he explained to the believers and there was no eyewitness. There was no camera. But there was a believer in the house. Things that we say we cannot have a camera we may not have eyewitness but we've got believers in the house sister Hetty when she had her mind began to travel like her mind not her mind but her theophany traveled some hundred years and remembered there was a time when Abraham needed a ram and there was a ram 
And in her heart, she said, Brother Brennan, that is nothing but the truth. And the prophet of God says, when she said the right thing, it opened the realm of possibilities. And the prophet stood up and said, as it was with me, so shall it be with you. Now it is your time to experience what I experienced. Now sister Haiti was brought to the same level as the prophet. Now it was time for her to create. And the prophet said, speak whatever you want. And sister Haiti said, what can I say? The Holy Spirit engulfed the place. And the, and the sister said, what can I say? Brother Branham says, you are a million, you are a poor person. You can speak a million dollars. And it will be on your land. Yes, this ministry can touch money. I know you don't want to believe it. But as she spoke money, money was going to be there. And she said, Brother, what can I say? He says, then he says, You. What way? Your sister here ate What is happening? She sick. Speak her healing. Yeah, your parents. They are sick and afflicted. And they are becoming old. You can speak. Had she said, I want my, my, my mother and my, my father to be 21. Sister she would have been older than her parents. She would have spoken their youth. But when she looked around, and she looked around the room, and saw the, ba- the children playing, maybe they were busy scratching, and say, my children, they don't know what is happening in this channel. I want to open the channel for them. I want my children to receive eternal life. The door open and the children enter in. God's power is still here. You can open a door to a new day. You can open a door to a new life. You can open a door to a realm of possibilities. Why? Because the prophet said let there be the square. And when he said it, and it happened, God was showing. As it happened, in Genesis chapter 1, when he said let there be the light, today is no longer God. But it was his prophet. But today is no longer his prophet. But it's the people that believe. And Sister Haiti believed and was given an opportunity. If in your heart, if in your heart, and you say that is nothing but the truth, you are saying the right thing, and the Holy Spirit will move in your heart and make your mouth to profess and say, In my life. My life is chaotic. My life has got darkness. My life is void. And the Spirit of God moves upon your heart. And through your own lips, God will speak and say, Let there be. And if you believe, it will be so. 
left this morning. There are people in the building. That is for God's creative power. I'm in the building. There are people. That have got Genesis chapter 1. And as a minister. I'm here to unlock it. If you can believe. All things are possible. I'm here to unlock it. Whatever you say. It will be materialized. And you've got to believe it. You've got to confess it. You've got to act like it is happening. What do you need to this morning? Maybe you thought it's a usual Sunday morning. And what do you need this morning? Just to stand up and say, Brother Mariba, I confess it. Yes, you can stand up and profess it. You can stand up and profess it. You can stand up and profess it. It is possible. It is possible. All things are possible. Because why? God has restored. God has restored. Whatever you need, speak it. If you need healing, say I'm healed. I'm healed. If you need deliverance, say I'm delivered. If you need God to solve that problem, say God, it is solved. Whatever you need, it's on your time. At this point in time, whatever you say, it will materialize. All things are possible. All things are possible. Let's give him praise. Let's praise him. God is alive. Amen. Amen. I don't mind waiting. Let's sing it. God is alive. Amen. And God is God of results. I don't mind waiting. Thank your father. Let's sing it, church. I don't mind, Lord. Oh, the 
I know in the
Pade are namhla njengosi. See we could have died along the way. But God's mercy has been gracious. And we're still standing. Today, Lord, we are surprised. Amen. How many are surprised? There was a time where the devil could have finished you. You could have given up. You could have given up and drowned in depression. You reached rock bottom. But you felt another surge of energy. It was not your energy. But it was God's energizing you.
Yeah. 
Amazing grace. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, here we are this day, Heavenly Father, a new day that you have brought us unto us today, Heavenly Father. We believe it, Heavenly Father, that is indeed, Heavenly Father, a new day, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we are singing amazing grace, Heavenly Father. We know we are lost, Heavenly Father. We know we are ragged, Heavenly Father. We know we are not worthy, Heavenly Father to be the partaker of the heavenly things, Heavenly Father. But through thy grace, Heavenly Father, you have looked unto us. We are thankful for the blood that was shed on Calvary, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, today we can be called, Heavenly Father, sons and daughters of you, Heavenly Father. We are glad for that, Heavenly Father. That's why we say this amazing grace, Heavenly Father. We cannot leave it, Heavenly Father. It is a new dawn, Heavenly Father. It is a new day unto us, Heavenly Father. We are thankful for this message, Heavenly Father. To us, Heavenly Father, it's like manna, Heavenly Father, from heaven, Heavenly Father. We know, Heavenly Father, it is fresh, Heavenly Father, day by day, Heavenly Father. Even, Heavenly Father, we cannot submit, Heavenly Father. That's why we have to consume it, Heavenly Father, because every day, Heavenly Father, you prepared for us, Heavenly Father, good things, Heavenly Father. We are living, Heavenly Father, in this world, Heavenly Father, where there are filthy things, Heavenly Father, where evil things are, Heavenly Father, happening, Heavenly Father. But thy grace is still with us, Heavenly Father. We survive, Heavenly Father. We just, Heavenly Father, each and every day, Heavenly Father, see Heavenly Father, your blessings, see your grace, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, there are your people, Heavenly Father, that has come, Heavenly Father, into your house, Heavenly Father, with their desires, Heavenly Father. We know, Heavenly Father, they have been answered through this preaching, Heavenly Father. What a masterpiece that you have brought unto us, Heavenly Father. That's why we say, Heavenly Father, let it be, Heavenly Father, as we have received it, Heavenly Father, that blessing, Heavenly Father, that we are healed, Heavenly Father. Our Questions, Heavenly Father, have been answered, Heavenly Father. Those that do not know you, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, they have seen that light, Heavenly Father, that has been brought unto them, Heavenly Father. We are thankful, Heavenly Father. We say, Heavenly Father, there are people, Heavenly Father, also, Heavenly Father, that should not know, Heavenly Father, to take that final lap of the decision, Heavenly Father. May you help them, Heavenly Father, in their decision, Heavenly Father, to take it, Heavenly Father. It can be through their work, Heavenly Father. It can be here, the message, Heavenly Father, to accept it. Heavenly Father, we say, Heavenly Father, look upon them, Heavenly Father, give them that brave, Heavenly Father, so that they can walk, Heavenly Father, and walk with you, Heavenly Father. We are thankful for our pastor, Heavenly Father. We know virtue has gone out of Heavenly Father as he was bringing this manna from heaven unto us, Heavenly Father. Restore, Heavenly Father, that power to him, Heavenly Father. Continue to bless him, give him revelation, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we are believing, we are supporting his ministry, Heavenly Father. Let it continue to 
Heavenly Father, grow, Heavenly Father. Let him not go to the right, to the left, Heavenly Father, but let him just, Heavenly Father, walk upright with this weight, Heavenly Father, the blueprint that you have given unto us, Heavenly Father. Bless each and every soul that is here, Heavenly Father. Grant our desires, Heavenly Father. Walk with us, Heavenly Father. We say even as we go back to our home, May we have that traveling message, Heavenly Father. You know our needs in our houses, Heavenly Father. Bless each and everything that we need, Heavenly Father. We commit everything to you now, Heavenly Father, as we are led by the word, Heavenly Father. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. It's a beautiful song. 
Worshipping with two more songs before we leave. Help 
to close it in a worshipping manner and you continue as you go on your way worshipping in your heart somebody told me that when you go through certain turmoils Sometimes you can't say much. But sometimes you have a song for it. And sometimes when the devil thinks you are finished, he thinks he has buried you and finished with you. He hears you erupting from your condition with a song and say, my soul says, yes, Lord. A believer always has a song for whatever situation they find themselves in. That's why the poet says, he's my redeemer. He giveth me songs in the night. Amen. 
Don't forget the box.